Hello, good sir. <gasps> what an intro. Wow. I said, are you ready? And then you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you the blame on that one. Thanks, pal. Hey, man. All right, pal. Uh, this week, this is Critically Average Podcast. I'm Will. Elijah. That's my co-host, yeah. Elijah. Episode uh, 21. Oh, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. You know what 26 is, right? Is that um, Endgame? No. No. Oh. It's What's half a year. Oh, right, right, right. would be exactly half a year. That's cool. Because 52 is a year. I don't remember exactly when we started date-wise. We should have. back and look. We should have uh, kept track of that. You can catch us on Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iTunes, obviously, cast us, and our Twitter's at Podcast Average, and our Facebook page is Critically Average. So check all those out. You can send us an email on criticallyaveragegmail.com. Uh, it's actually Critically Average Pod, but just go to the Facebook, and it has a link. And you could send us a email, or you could just send us a message on Facebook. It's whatever. I don't care. <laughs> and we currently anyway. have no emails. Nice. Nice. Uh, I just looked it up. Uh, my notes from the first episode are from September 7th. So I don't know if that's when I made these or last time I edited them, which would have been the day we recorded. Gotcha. So sometime in September is when we started. Nice. Sweet. Mm-hmm. But that's about right because mine says my page says ten twenty one eighteen, and I think I changed it two or three times and then just forgot about changing it every single oh. time. I <laughs> take that away. Boop, boop, boop. Perfect. Okay, this week we got list as always. List this week is top seven. Yep. Uh, train wrecks. So basically, basically, things that are so bad you can't stop watching them. Or things that are bad that you just they just they just draw you in, or like cringy, sort cringy, of or just like you'll still watch it, but it's but like, hard to watch. Kind of guilty pleasure too. Like I really shouldn't be watching this because it's like <laughs> I don't know, weird or right. you know, taboo or whatever, or not a social norm to be watching this. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we got the main topic. So let's discuss the main topic for a second. Okay. Since we kind of came up with it this week. Mm-hmm. Friday, it's, to be exact. So, we kind of wanted to, like, since we're young, right? Yes. But we have a pretty good Knowledge. resume when it comes to... What'd you say? Knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> we have a pretty good resume when it comes to movies. Like, we like to watch a lot of movies, and we're not just stuck in the dredges of the last mm-hmm. few years. We also like to show people movies Indeed. as well. But, so this goes back. Like, we, we watch... We're not... We're not, what do you call it? Uh, we don't prejudice and only watch movies from oh, okay. our time period. We go all the way back. Like right, I, right. I'm fine watching movies from the 1970s any day. Yeah. Which and is... so we thought we would do the movies, the best movies we think through the years, decades wise, but through the eyes of like a 21 year old, right? Not through the eyes of like a 40 year old. But I don't know if you did this, but you said you were going to talk to your dad. I didn't get a chance. Okay, well, that actually is good because what I was going to do is I thought this week, I haven't told you this yet, but I was thinking when we get done, when we do our final decade, right, Mm -hmm. we ask both of our parents to sit down and make a 10 list of their top 10 movies of all time and just see what it's like. I already know my dad's number one. Well, that's fine. But I know my dad, what my dad will probably put. Well, Well, see, the interesting thing about this is I'm going to make them both do it together. Oh, so I don't want to go through 20 movies. Oh, just I got my you. So I'll just do my dad. 
Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And so I just want to see them like fight it out and see who who what becomes number one. But yeah, right. so I think that would be interesting. So no, we're, we'll what be. we're gonna do is we're this week is all about the seventies. Yep. Uh, basically because that's when our parents either grew up or were born. Yep. And so that we thought that'd be a good starting point. And actually, as I'm looking over the movies, it kind of seems like the turnaround for movies from just being like a thing to like being important yeah. like, and really making a lot of money. I don't know what you put down, but there's one on there, for instance, that like changed movies completely in a way, which we'll talk about later. I think, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah, that's the topic for this week. And mm-hmm. this will continue on kind of like the... Uh, Marvel movies. The Marvel movie things, just kind of sporadically in between movies that are coming out, Marvel movies, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's a good timing, too, because it's 2019. So, it's basically the end of a decade. A decade, yeah. So, if this was like 2012 or something, it'd be incomplete sort of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. It's 2015. We're like halfway through. So yeah. It's kind of like, eh. And there's been a lot of good movies come out in the last four years. Exactly. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I hadn't even thought about it like that. All right, you got any movie news? Um, I don't think so. I've really seen anything come up like through my. It's February. Yeah, January, February, are pretty much like the dark days of movies. Mm-hmm. The last two years have been blessed by Fox putting out a Deadpool movie, and uh, Marvel put out uh, Black, Black Panther. Panther in February. But this year, it's just kind of like. Well, because we, uh, <laughs> Glass came out. Didn't care to see that. Elite uh-huh. Battle Angel comes out like next week. Okay. And then Lego Movie. Lego Movie 2. That's probably the best one in this. I, I think they'll probably destroy the box office for the next little bit. Because until it's, Marvel. What you say? Until Captain Marvel. Yeah, but it's like the only relevant cool movie that's come out in a little bit. You right. Know? If you're a Glass fan, then I'm sorry. But <laughs> you probably didn't even like that movie to begin with, you know? Yeah. So, I've heard really bad things about that. Glass? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, okay. Cool. I think that's... I haven't heard anything else. The Avengers trailer, but that was last week. Oh, yeah. That was really good. So, so I think that's it, yeah. I've seen a bunch of... uh, Google's... Google seems to want to pop up little spoilers every single time I get on Google, and I just scroll right past them because I'm like... (laughs) <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that. Okay. Let's do the list. Yes, sir. All right. Did so. you have any issue making this one? Or is this relatively easy? I had a little bit. It took me a little bit to get into it. What do you mean? Well, I tried to do it off of memory. That, okay, yeah. And then I struggled, so then I started Googling stuff. And mm-hmm. as I started Googling stuff, it kind of opened my eyes to things that like I was like, oh, yeah, that I remember that show. And I remember that movie. and that, that, You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Why did you struggle? Well, let's see. Like my, um, like five of the seven were easy, and then finding the final two are like, ugh. okay. So your final two are basically honorable mentions. <laughs> kind of. Well, no, I mean, I because I ranked them in like order of what's it called. So uh-huh. like I found my number six and seven. Yeah. First, and then when I found my like four and five, for instance, they went ahead because I'd rather watch those other two than. Okay, well, let's talk about that. So I ranked mine as like, kind of like, the most cringy or most bad, mm-hmm. but also the most good. So like, if okay. it's if it's just kind of a little bit cringy and really not that bad, mm-hmm. then it was low. 
But if it's like super cringy, but like really, really good, then it ranked really high on my list. That's right. that's how I did it. Yeah. I cool. Understand. All right. What's what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is Batman and Robin. Oh yeah. Yep. I I thought about putting that on here, but found some other stuff to put on there oh, okay. instead. That's good. Yeah. Uh, the George Clooney one, of course, with Robin. I think the main reason it didn't make it on my list is I think it's still bad. No matter like it's. <laughs> Still bad. If it came on TV right now, I would not spend the time to sit down and watch it. Let's put it that way. But that is probably a symptom of seeing it over oh, that's, and that's over. True. Well, and you've been over. exposed to oh my Batman God. products more than I have. And for some reason, we just never. We just I watched it and watched it and watched it. I'm like, <laughs> this is awful. Yeah, that's yeah. that's crazy. Um, shoot, what was I about to say? Well, it's not necessarily like if it's on, I'm gonna watch it, yeah. even though it's bad. It's like. While I'm watching it, it's, how much I'm like, Ugh. and it's fun to make fun of. Yes, like every single time Arnold opens his mouth, you're like, Haha, "Here comes something." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. like, my number one, for instance. Like I'll explain a lot more what I mean yeah. by that, but we'll we'll get there. I love the back credit card. That's just, <laughs> that's just like a moment in film <laughs> that you just sit there and go, "What?" Like who directed what? that one? Is it Schumacher? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What what else has he made? I don't even know. Uh, I mean, we're really showing our knowledge right now. I know. We? <laughs> you were bragging about it earlier. What? Like our movie, like resume. backgrounds and resume. But I mean, does anyone care about that? Yeah, like that I person. I mean, I'm not gonna waste brain space to figure out what <laughs> Schumacher's made. Okay, right. Uh, my number seven is Shameless. Have you ever seen Shameless? The TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some. It's like I, I've never I haven't watched it from the beginning, right? Uh, Megan's parents watch it, and whenever we come in, I will sit down and I will get glued to that show. But it is fucking weird, and it is cringy, <laughs> yeah. and it's just it's so far out there. It's like it, should I be watching this? It's right definitely now? awkward to watch with parents too. It's just weird. Dude. It's <laughs> a weird show. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it makes you cringe. Like, and but it's it's really kind of good like it, yeah i don't it draws you in but everybody in that show is depicable you know what i mean just horrible greasy gross horrible yeah. to look at but for some reason you just can't stop watching it yep but yeah what you got uh my number six is the basically the inspiration behind this list okay it's temptation island yeah yeah okay okay so you my, know our, my inspiration for this list is also on this as oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the uh the whole premise of four couples that are like at a crossroads in a relationship. Yep. And the thing is, these aren't like new relationships or something. They've been together for at least two years or so. Like some of them have been for eight, like Jeez. one of them anyway. Right. Who's been dating for eight years? I don't know. Well, they're, they, like, they're still really young. They're all under like, they're like 28 or younger. Okay. So they okay. got together young. Yeah. You know? And it's just, that's definitely not the best way to test someone's relationship. Yeah, no, it doesn't seem great. Mm-mm. No, it's it's also awkward that they basically like feed them yeah. ways to be well because in uh, unfaithful. Like near like, the beginning of the show, they'll like the four women will be sitting over here, and the four men will be sitting on one side, uh, kind of like this. Yeah, and then on the opposite side, there's like eight single males and eight single females. Yeah, and then one by one, they get to go pick who they want to have a date with that day in front of their that's, boyfriend nah, that's or girlfriend. Just, 
and like you know it causes all this drama who they pick and like oh i feel good because i'm prettier than her or something <laughs> you're just like oh my god it's just fishing for a reaction it is it, and it's absolutely and it's so hard not to watch <laughs> yeah yeah that's that shows i might have to check that out with megan and see what she says about that oh yeah she'll probably be all up in arms with that i, I don't know it might be on hulu but I'm, I'm where do sure. you guys watch it it comes on USA, like, after wrestling Okay, for me. So, like, if... Well, I have a login, so if USA puts their shit out there, I can get in there. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because it always comes... It comes on Tuesday nights at 10, which is... SmackDown ends at 10 on gotcha. Tuesdays. So, like, if I'm watching that, Brooke's like, hey. <laughs> Temptation Island. <laughs> yep. USA, huh? Yeah. It, it, it used to be a show back... It was, like, from 2001, 2003. Like it was makes, a show, and then they that rebooted like, it. That was like the peak of weird MTV shows, yes, right? Very. Yeah. All right. My number six is this is a, a conglomerate, okay? Because there's too many to name. Oh boy. All the repo shows. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like Repo Man or, or South Florida Tow. Towing and oh, yeah. all that shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That stuff. Those shows are so they're fake as hell most of the time, right? Yep. They follow people that you would never like hang out with in real life man are they fucking entertaining uh-huh. and they're very cringy like it's just there's they're just bad there's one on tv right now that is all about being fake oh yeah have you seen like the memes and stuff from that one it's like this Repo huge show. uh girl and a like weird white nerdy guy okay then yes you know what i'm talking about yeah i do dude just crazy, just so cringy. But like, you can't stop watching it because it's just so dumb. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah. it's up there with that stuff. Gotcha. So. All right, uh, my number five is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The move, the movie mm-hmm. from the seventies. That's Willy Wonka. Charlie, the newest one oh. with Johnny Depp. Excuse me, I apologize. I didn't know they had different names. <laughs> oh, they do. So I mean, one's Willy. Yeah, the first one. Pocket Cat is making himself known. Hold on just a second. All right, keep talking. Uh, yeah, they're different ones. Like the one from the, I don't remember what year, but the newest one with Johnny Depp and, oh, there he comes. Yeah. Yes, the, that one. Yeah, the dark one. The really. Where kids die and shit. Yeah. Like that, it's like stuff of nightmares almost. Yeah, man. that movie's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's definitely a good candidate for the like it's cringy it's weird but you just can't stop watching it yeah exactly the beginning of that both of those movies always get me where there's like six people laying in one bed eating bread yeah it's some... just so weird yeah, <laughs> uh my number five is jackass okay i thought is... you love oh you do love these I that's do, the thing but it's one of those things where like for example it for i i wouldn't want to be known as like the guy that loves jackass i guess right does that in in turn make you a jackass <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about that one but i don't know it's that show is basically lives off that oh yeah being being cringy and being uh i don't know weird mm-hmm. and just funky and you just can't stop watching it because everybody loves watching other people get hurt i don't know why yeah. america's funniest home videos is basically a a whole you know ridiculousness is a whole show made yep. on that and it's got 10 seasons so obviously people like it right yep and jackass just went well what if we just do it to ourselves 
on purpose and see if people <laughs> like it. And it's just like it's just hard hard to stop watching. Hi, how are you? Um, and uh, what else was I gonna say? Oh, the reason it really makes it on this list is because. Anytime my mom walked upstairs, I immediately clicked off of it. It's like that's the perfect indication that it's a train wreck because you're just like, don't, don't see me you're, watching. You're this. ashamed to <laughs> exactly, watch it. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. What's your number uh, four? Four. Uh, this is a new one, a new show, uh, The Masked Singer. Ooh, yeah. Like I, I haven't watched it, but it does look like it could be weird. So I watched the first episode. Okay, and. You know, the whole thing is it's a bunch of celebrities that celebrities or singers that are in these costumes and which, the, by the way, the costumes are like weird. way over the top. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you hear the, the mass singer, you expect like maybe like a masquerade mask like an or something opera like that. S- nah, dog. Like <laughs> no, it's the like, thing, yeah. <laughs> and so like the first one, for instance, like spoilers that they unmasked it and it was Antonio Brown, the Pittsburgh Steeler receiver and so the panel of judges like them themselves make the show cringy yeah yeah i've seen their reactions they like overplay it a lot yeah yeah exactly like i mean they got like uh rob robin thick is that his name yep yeah they have uh ken i don't know the guy from the hangover the asian guy for community yeah dr ken or whatever they have him and these two other women but they're just they're just terrible like they're not Robin Thicke, you could say, is talented, but the rest of them are like... Just people. Just people. With personalities. Mm-hmm. Realistically. Yeah. And that's what Nick Cannon's doing. Get him back on AGT, man. F- facts, right? Actually, Well, actually, Tyra's gone now. It's uh, Terry. It's Terry Crews. Which Terry Crews? Mm-hmm. Aren't they doing a season of the best? Yeah, the winners and stuff. The winners? Like, previous winners are in it, too. Oh, that's kind of... I, I wanted it to be, like, the runners-up. Oh, I got you. Is is uh, Light Balance back in it? I don't know. Probably. It'd be dumb if they didn't. Uh, facts. They should have won that season. Not the. No offense to the singing ventriloquist, but come on. Whatever. <laughs> That's the uh, five-minute AGT <laughs> po- section of the podcast. Yep. Um, yeah, that, I got to watch that show because it just seems like a riot. Yeah. Well, the thing is because they put – Two singers up against each other. Okay. And before each, like, face-off, they do a little vignette, basically, of them giving clues to who they are. Is it, like, super easy? Uh, if you know, if you knew who they were before. What were the clues to Antonio Brown, if you remember? It was him dancing. He had a baseball. He spent, like, $2,000 on pancakes, which he's done in okay, real so life. Okay, so that's, that's pretty out there. Like, that's hard to determine. That's yeah. Antonio Brown from those mm-hmm. clues. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure you mentioned, like, Steelers or something like that. Oh. So. Um, but then it could be Juju, you know? Well, no, the, like, pancake thing, for instance. Like, Antonio Brown spent, like, $2,000 one time on pancakes or something. And they showed him at, like, a diner paying the bill, and it was, like, $2,000. Like, really? in the vignette. Why did him, he sp- it was him and his mat, like, in the full costume and stuff. Why did he spend $2,000 on pancakes? I don't know. <laughs> you said that so offended. Like, why would I know? <laughs> I mean, why would anybody know? Exactly. You know, <laughs> why would anybody spend two thousand dollars on pancakes? Unless you brought like his whole squad. To yeah, a I can see house, that. I can see know? that. A Waffle House to get or pancakes. IHOP, I'm sorry. <laughs> they have pancakes, right? Probably. Pretty sure they do. Yeah, they'd be dumb if they didn't. I mean, does IHOP have waffles? I don't know. 
I have burgers for some reason. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Dumbest marketing scheme of all time. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my number four is Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. Oh, uh, let me go back for a second. Okay. Are they good at singing? Like or do they lip sync? Well, everyone's auto tuned. Okay. So, like, everyone's, so everyone's voice good. is disguised, but still, no. Yo, have you seen that meme this week that it shows, uh, it says 21 Savage without auto-tune. Have you seen that? Yeah. And it's him just singing really, really British. Yeah. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, Bachelor in Paradise. Basically, the reason I wanted to make this list, yours was... Uh, Temptation Island. And which led to me talking about Bachelor in Paradise. It's one of those things that, like, Megan's parents were watching it, and I was like, I don't want to watch this. And I sat down, and I'm on my phone, and I'm just like, this show is dumb as fuck. And I just could not stop watching it. It's so interesting. Yep. And it's dumb. Like, don't get me wrong. It's dumb for the exact same reasons uh, Temptation Island is, except these people haven't been in relationships. Yeah. But we've talked about this. It's just funky. Like, some some of the interactions you get, only in Bachelor in Paradise, by the way. The other the other ones are dumb, okay? They're all set up. And I, but Bachelor in Paradise just puts a bunch of hot people together, and some weird stuff happens. Because there's always that one or two guys that no girl likes. Oh, yeah. So they just end up sitting around for a few weeks, <laughs> right? Yep. Just being up in other people's business while they're trying to hook up. And it is hilarious. It's yep. good stuff. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like all the funny shit that happens in Survivor minus the strategy, basically. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like all the funny little romantic stuff that happens in Survivor, <laughs> Survivor minus the... Yeah. Minus the games and everything like that. Yeah. The actual fun. Yeah. And then the dates are cringy as hell. They're oh, very, yeah. They are very cringy. Well, I bet it would be with, like, cameras and stuff all around like, you. no constantly. one would actually go on a date like this. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, exactly. The dates they create are so weird. Yep. Uh, what's your number three? Uh, I have Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Yep, that's up there. Yeah. We're back at it. We're back at it. <laughs> it's yeah. been a while since. Without a doubt, those. would definitely drop Shameless off for that. Napoleon oh, yeah. Dynamite is, without a doubt, one of I those would say that's like the definition. It really is. Of it's, what we're going for in this list. It's almost meta. Like, they meant to make it really, really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. You can say so. Um, I can remember, like, my favorite part of that movie is, one... As an adult, I love how old he is. Like, he should never be he's in a high, high school. school. <laughs> he shouldn't even be in college, right? And I, he's sitting there on the bus. He's, like, fucking six feet tall. He's a weird, goofy dude yeah. with an afro. And he just tosses his little action figure out and just oh, yeah. lets it bounce. <laughs> dude, that shit is so funny for some odd reason. God, he's a, he's being a little pain in the butt. I know. Those are uh, my shoes, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I love... I, that's a good one. Why'd you choose it? Choose Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. Um, well, like my uncle a long time ago called it the pink poodle of a movie. Something so ugly, but you still just want to look at it, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's just like, I don't, I don't even know if they hired like writers for that movie. I don't, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I think they had like a, uh, what do you call they it? They ran out of money. We're like, all right, we can't hire a writer, so. Well, they had like a screenplay, talk. right? Because they obviously have this like yeah, map story. I'm putting up air quotes right now. But it, but then it feels like they just sat the actors down and went, okay, do it. You know what I mean? Because there's some scenes in there like, like you can't tell me. I guess you could, but like the scene with the milk. 
Yeah. I, that just seems like something like, he just I'll, came I'll give you one. With. Like, there's a time where Pedro, in there, he was, like, sick or something, and he was really hot, so he just shaved his hair. <laughs> right? So there's, like, a five-minute thing in the them just trying to find him wigs. Just, like, he shaved his hair for just for getting him a wig, and then it was like, all right, nothing else. <laughs> Like why? Why even put that in the movie? It's it's just a collection of like moments. Maybe they thought it was YouTube. Like you know, on YouTube, if your movie or your uh, videos over like ten minutes and one yeah, second, yeah. you get ad revenue. Or yeah, something. so they're like, okay, we need to make this over an hour forty minutes. So let's just put mm. we'll put this weird. Uh, and there's just scene. there's just so many funky moments in that movie, like the tots moment. It's just yeah. so weird. Dude, just punt, like hey. Give me your tots. <laughs> it's just so funky. Exactly. I, I'm glad it got made though, because it's just oh, yeah. it's just like a it's just like a gym. Yeah. Just sitting there waiting to be viewed. Uh, <laughs> I remember in middle school, chuck this football over the mountain. One of my teach <laughs> my one of my teachers in middle school had two bobbleheads in his classroom, mm-hmm. and one of there was a Napoleon and a Pedro one, and nice. the a kid asked him one day, I was like, why do you have these bobbleheads? And he was like, well, it's because I don't want, like, the next generation of kids to forget about it. <laughs> like, his words exactly. Wow. He's like, I don't want p- people to remember because things get remembered or um, forgotten so easily. Yeah. With the, like, the amount of, the qu- uh, quantity of new product and Yeah, there's stuff a lot of stuff in. that comes out now. 71% of Rotten Tomatoes, nice. 2004, <laughs> huh? Wow. Wow. 15 years ago. To, to think that movie came out while we were, like, alive, just because of the aesthetic of that movie is so old. Right. That's a funky one. That's a good one. My number three is Tenacious D. Oh, nice. Pick. Yeah. That's a great movie. That's hilarious. It's it's right up there with uh, Napoleon Dynamite with just, like, what the hell am I watching? Right. And it's just, it's just Jack Black at his, like... I feel like they just went, hey, Jack, what do you want to make? And he's like, look look at this. And they're like, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> well, they battled the devil. <laughs> exactly. Tenacious D feels like like what um, – God, what's that movie called? Um, see, I've never seen it. That's why uh, – it's like the two rocker dudes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Bill – no, not Bill and Ted's. Um, shit. Is it the one with, uh, Michael Myers? Is that the one you're talking about? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayne's World? Wayne's World. Thank you. You're welcome. Tenacious D feels like a love letter to Wayne's World, I feel like. <laughs> but just, like, over the top. I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and you you introduced me to that movie. You are like, have you never seen this? I was like, no. What is Tenacious this Tenacious D? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah, that movie's just nuts. Have you been watching his YouTube? Who? Jack Black. No. He started a gaming YouTube channel. Does he? Did he really? It's called Jablinski. Yeah. Jablinski? Mm-hmm. What's that stand for? It's just Jack Black. I don't know. He just came up with it. Jablinski. Jablinski. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. What What does he play? Well, like His first one was like Fortnite, for sure, obviously. Hey man, there's there's a new game coming out soon. Gonna dethrone Fortnite apparently. Coming out soon. It's already it's already out. out. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I haven't really. Gotta love the memes that came out with it though. The the 
what did it cost? And it says Titanfall 3 not in production anymore. <laughs> Responded to it. It's like, it cost everything. Because yeah. <laughs> I think Titanfall is a better... I, I love the Titanfall games. Mm-hmm. I've bought both of them right when they come out, and I'll sure. play them for two months, and then, you know, something else will come out and stuff like that. But, yeah. like, they got my money. Every single time they make one of those games, I will buy it without a doubt. Yeah. And the PC community for that game is so trash that, <laughs> man, it makes you feel so good. You're just wrecking everybody. Absolutely. You have in with 32 kills and zero deaths, and, like, you've murdered nine titans. You're just like, I'm having a great time. <laughs> everybody else is getting shit on, but I'm having a blast. Yeah. yeah. What's your number two? Um, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. So the second of the prequels. <sighs> I don't like sand. <laughs> You, wait a second. You, you think I? If you would have said Revenge of the Sith, I would have given it to you. But Attack of the Clones—that's by far the worst one. But you can watch that. I'd, I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd I'd sit there and watch it over like A New Hope, for instance. I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless. Okay. I mean, that's Attack just, of the Clones is right up there with some of the worst movies of all time. I'm not denying that. But, okay, but you think it's bad enough that it's interesting? Yeah. Man, we might, we might have to do a study on this one. We might have to sit you down <laughs> and make you watch that movie and see if you still feel the same way afterwards. I'm not, I haven't seen it in, like... I think you forget how life-sucking that movie is. It's probably, You get about an hour and 30 minutes in, and you're just like, fucking kill me. But There's thing, nothing it's happening. Like, that's just what I grew up on. Yeah. So I, I remember that more. Mm-hmm. You know, I have fonder memories of that. Because as a kid, you don't analyze stuff. You just see, you're like, I mean, it didn't look good. But it's like, <laughs> oh, this looks cool. But did it really? It really didn't. The it, thing, just, the thing it had is, cooler stuff than... Like yeah. a new hope for Just instance. before we started this podcast, that would be like what September, August. Mm-hmm. I sat down and watched every single Star Wars movie, like that, 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 in order, right? right, all the way up to the latest one. And let me tell you, I almost gave up on the second movie because it was Attack of the Clones, and it took everything out of me, dude. Yep, everything. Yep. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, and also. I uh I got bored uh Friday because it was Friday so it's usually a shorter work day yeah so I had time I came home and I I put in Lego Star Wars nice so I like restarted the entire game uh huh and so like that level or that whole episode is really fun it's good in Lego Star Wars. on Lego Star Wars so okay because yeah I played it played a lot. Uh, Friday and played it a lot Saturday. Okay. I'm already like 54% done Damn. with the game. <laughs> Are you like Googling all the way to get the mini kits and stuff? So well, I just have, like, I've put in some uh, yeah, cheats. It's not fun without cheats. I know. Well, I just want to get like 100% done on this game. Gotcha. Because I've never gotten to 100, so I want to get that done. Yeah. So I have like a mini kit detector on and stuff like that. Lit, lit, lit. So I just, what I do is I. Um, I play it normal because you have to to unlock it to play free play. So I do that and I like I spend like 10 minutes on every level just trying to do as much as I can. Um, and then I go back and free play and just speed run it and get what I missed yep. that I couldn't get before. Yep. So I just try to make it easier on myself. Nice. Nice. So Number two is Godzilla. Ah. 1998. 
right? The right. one without Godzilla in it. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Because apparently it wasn't Godzilla or whatever. It wasn't really Godzilla. It's like, it's like a grounded in science and realism Godzilla. Well, he's not like as big. Oh, he's he looks she, nothing. She, she first off, she's a girl in this one because she lays eggs. Oh, it's like it. It feels like a response to Jurassic Park, if you ask me. Okay, because what made Jurassic Park good was like big dinosaur, smart, right? Smart dinosaur, and then on top of this, uh, you had the little raptors, right? And so this movie is like kind of like that, where it's the dinosaur is really really smart and there's like a person trying to understand it and then it lays eggs and stuff like that but it's not a good movie and the only reason i love it is because it was in my i had a video player in my car when i was a little kid right you had one of those vans right yeah i had one of those creepy vans but um i didn't have it but yeah my parents are a product of the 70s so and we used to drive up to indiana and Godzilla was always one of the movies that we watched. <laughs> and I thought it was the shit until later in life. I'm like, that's not a good movie at all. Well, but, that'd be a good list. What? It's kind of like things that didn't age well. Yeah. From kids to adulthood. That would be a good list. Maybe maybe give it some time because I bet a lot that's on this list will probably make it. <laughs> or uh, a lot that was on the, um, what, what was that list that we did? Uh, guilty pleasure list. I bet a lot would make it on that. That's true. The whole prequels would make it on that for me because they do not age well at all. Right. Well, they age. They age worse than the old movies. If you I ask mean, me. Well, they're worse movies. <laughs> no, I think it's less that. I think it's like they tried to be the pioneers of CGI, and it just really did not go so well. That's true. What's your number one? We did. Yeah, we did too. All right. So this one. Is a little different. I'll do some explaining, but this one's very like personal. Okay. So it's a very vague, but it's just wrestling in general. Uh, yep. <laughs> yes. All yes, right. yes, yes. So and I can I can kind of chime in on this because I have I have some opinions on this. Yeah. As well. So uh, I'm a, a big wrestling fan. Um, always have been, and so the thing is, when it comes to wrestling, mm-hmm. like unless like there's a botch or something like that, it's pretty enjoyable to watch. But every time, like, whenever someone just goes out there in the ring to talk, uh-huh. like, to the crowd or talk to somebody backstage, but they're not face-to-face, <laughs> it's it's just so unnatural. Like, you know, like, no one talks, like, says a sentence, stops, and then starts talking again. <laughs> like, it's just, no human will talk like that, it's, you know? It's not a flowing conversation. Exactly. It's it's like a stuttering, yeah, like, wait, wait, you're supposed to go next kind yeah. of thing. So, like, someone just goes there. They're basically just, I'm trying to think. Like, if it was a movie, they're basically uh, plot building, you know? Yeah. Just, like, monologuing to build a plot. Yeah, they're plot building and they're monologuing, but they're also missing their cue. As yeah. Well. Yeah. So like, it's imagine if it was like a movie, but they didn't do extra takes. They yeah. Just went, and the guy goes, ah, uh, and then starts talking. That's yeah. a lot. What? And I mean, it's <laughs> like you. There's such. Uh, there's some people like mm-hmm. wrestlers anyway that are really good at talking. Yeah. But then there's some that like don't even compare. And so when you have like in the same show, for instance, if you have someone 
like one of the greatest talkers uh-huh. and like uh john cena for instance uh-huh. he's like usually top three of yeah, all time according as, to people exactly like he can you know that's why he became an actor that's true like because he can just like take the audience in the palm of his hand when he mm-hmm. talks like everyone's just like glued to him exactly but there's some people where if they talk in sentences at a time they'll get chants in between sentences like uh, the most famous one is what everyone just screams what at him yeah and so and then it just throws the person talking <laughs> off and then it's just like there's times where someone's talking i just have to like close my eyes and wait for it to be over you yeah know? and i feel it's even worse because if i'm like when i lived here for instance if i was out there watching it and then like you came home and you were watching it too or like you stopped by just to look and some weird <laughs> uh man's in the thing in his underwear just talking and you're like what the hell is happening exactly so this is where i guess i chime in yes but it's perfect for this yeah because it is a train wreck don't get me wrong like, a lot of the times, it does not go how WWE <laughs> wants it to go, right? Exactly. But it is hard to take your eyes off of. Yeah. Because it's just so, like, enthralling. You're like, wow, this is interesting. Like, what's happening right now? And, yeah, many a times I've come home. And I know wrestling, like, you know. But many a times I've come home and been like, what is happening? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's always during the talking parts. You make it perfect. You know, the, the wrestling parts is wrestling. I mean, that's just... Yeah, people, that can be really good. That's people just what people show people up around. for. Exactly. But uh, the talking parts is just kind of like, oh. sometimes it's jarring. Like some of their sentences just like, did someone proofread that? <laughs> the English on that just yeah. did not come out right. <laughs> exactly. Well, and only a few people, like you have to gain the ability to not have scripts. Yes. Like some of the newer people or the more green people, uh-huh. like they have a script that they have to memorize. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference between improv and scripted yeah improv the reason like john cena is so good right is because he improv most of his yeah because and he it's knows, more natural and they just more. tell him hey this is your story mm-hmm. go for it this is what you, we want you to hit these beats just say whatever you want though and you can flow off of the crowd and everything like that yep. if you have a script if the crowd's giving you shit and you have to keep acting like you're into it yep that's just awkward at that point yeah. well like for instance like yeah because wrestlers um when they become it's called like for terms um when they're hot yeah it's like where everyone's just chanting for their name yeah. and if someone that the can uh, fans don't care about is out there yeah and then the, uh, the entire stadium just starts cheering for someone else yeah you know how jarring that is the person in oh, there and just throws them off how do you speak on top of yeah that? like for instance like ronda rousey's the champion right now and she's getting booed because her opponent coming up is one of the hottest people in wrestling right now and every time she talks the crowd is just becky becky <laughs> you know so it's like it's like uh during the nba uh nfl draft yep when, they all boo roger goodell <laughs> when yeah. goodell walks out and boo. he has to try to talk through dude when they did that to him at the super bowl oh my i was like this man has some real like yeah steel nerves because mm-hmm. i would fucking lose it yeah and I, it was hilarious because he's holding the trophy talking, and he's getting booed the whole time. The millisecond he passes it to the other, Woo! crowd goes wild. <laughs> it's like, God, yeah, guys are insufferable. You're just yeah. ripping this man to shreds. And and the crowd's almost like shark. If they if they f- smell blood, like uh huh, they especially keep going. in wrestling because mm-hmm. that's it's all about 
the entertainment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's all about turning face and being, you know, either a good guy or a bad guy. So if the bad guy stumbles, right? Or even and, the good. Or even the good. Because and you want the bad guy to win or something like that. It's just like all out. Right. Boo and attack this mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That makes that makes mine seem That was the lame. easiest one on here for sure for me. Yeah. You're uh, number one. Not going so well, by the way. We are 25 minutes into the Man City Chelsea game, and we're down for nothing. You're taking one for the team, though. You want Liverpool to win the league, brother? <laughs> Dude, you gotta take one for the team, man. <laughs> for nothing? Yeah, goal difference. Hey, you know what's funny? Jesus. Quick. No, I d- also note. I also don't want to lose to Arsenal, so <laughs> we're currently tied. Hold on, let me get mine out. Damn, <laughs> Um, so you know how y'all sold Murata? Mm-hmm. Um, he went to Atletico Madrid. They were unbeaten in 18 games, and they've lost two straight since he's gotten <laughs> He's ass, though. He's ass. Yeah. That's the Premier League talk of the week. All right, my number one is a show that I don't even know if you've seen. It's called Skin Wars. Uh, yes. <laughs> I have. This show is the perfect balance between cringe and entertainment. Yeah. It's so weird. First off, the the what do you call it? The the topic at hand is just strange, right? Okay. Like body painting is just weird. Yeah, it is. And the people they get on there exemplify this because they're fucking weird. <laughs> okay? <laughs> there are some weirdos on this show. And then it's like a a very poorly made production. You got what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not a great... It's no Hell's Kitchen. It's no... You know what I mean? There's and, not a good funding behind it. Exactly. So, uh, you pile all this on. It's like, oh, it should be awful, right? Nah. It's perfectly cringy, perfectly weird, and then you stick all these people in a room together, and it just gets really funky. And it's just... It just turns out to be a super interesting thing. I, I don't, That's all I can explain. It's just the perfect train wreck where... Everything says it should be awful, but me and Megan watched all three season and the seasons in like three weeks. Like we just knocked them out because it's just <laughs> so entertaining for some odd reason. You can't take your eyes off of it. That's pretty much it. Cool. Yeah, that was a good list. That was a good list. A I lot mean, of we always do. What'd you say? We always have a good list. I mean, come on. You ready to talk about some 1970s movies? Yeah, man. All right. So. Did you make, like, a list or something? Oh, I just stuck a few on there, and we could talk about it. You just start with one of yours and see if it's on my list as well. Okay. Let's go from there. All right. Well, Mr. Host, you start it off. Then. Okay, I will. So I think probably my favorite movie of the 70s, we'll just start with that, and one that I didn't think was going to be the best, but I, I think we watched this in high school, or maybe I saw it in college. I can't remember. But it's uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay. That movie is incredibly good. And it's just like, it's about a, a strange topic, you know? Right. Where a guy gets admitted to a uh, a mental institute and he doesn't think he belongs there. Right. But And the people around him, he immediately prejudges as just being the weirdest group of people of all time. <laughs> and it's just a story about, I don't know, this man's journey through you know, mental institution and stuff like that. And it's just, hmm. it's just good. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, 
I did see it when I was doing research and stuff. I've never seen it or really heard anything about it. Really? So I left it off. Yeah. Uh, I think you should watch it. It's really good. It's uh, why why you? I was just thinking if I should watch it or not. <laughs> oh yeah, I could. Oh, I could not. Well, I think it's one of, <laughs> but I think it's one of the best. See, I, it uh, that's I the you. thing about it, right? Is I was forced to watch it because I was okay. Either, I was either in class, okay. But now that I've seen it, I wish I would have willingly watched it because I think it's the best of the seventies from what right. I've written down. I mean, The Godfather is pretty far up there, but that's everybody's like, oh my god, I fucking love The Godfather. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I I think I think you should watch it. It's really good, and Jack Nicholson is like perfect in the way he does it uh, and you think it would be boring because it's just about mental institutions but it's it's interesting like things happen yeah like he <laughs> he basically steals they go on a trip right right like outside of the institution and he 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 basically steals everybody and just does his own thing for a day mm-hmm. and then comes back and they're all like well how were you and he was like eh, whatever it's, <laughs> it's funny there's some interesting parts in it it's a really human movie too like just good human stories. Cool. What you got? Um. Well, mine's. My, I I made a list, but they're not in like any particular any order. order. I yeah. just, just put a list down a of movie. movies that were good during the seventies. Yeah. Um. So the one I was talking about earlier in the in the episode, um, is Jaws. Yeah, I had exactly. I had Jaws written down, and I right. I thought you were talking about that as well. You said it changed the yeah. way movies would be. So it basically created like the summer blockbuster, mm-hmm. which, I mean. That's basically what a movie wants to be this sh- like every year. Exactly. You want to put a movie out in the summer, make well, a lot of money. Well, the the time period of of blockbuster is shifting mm-hmm. because they're trying to fit into different um, demographics. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? But this is the this is the start of the blockbuster and yeah. definitely the summer blockbuster. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it's also the start of like, uh, what do you call it? Like, you can do some interesting stuff with, I guess, I wouldn't say, like, I, I guess A New Hope is more instrumental in this, but, like, to get the uh, mechanical shark mm-hmm. and everything. Well, that's the thing, to like, actually look how decent. hard it is to work with animals. And, and then water. Even now, yeah, and water. And then film on water, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's... Yeah, just to build suspense and stuff like that. It's really good. Yeah. It's a uh, good movie, too. Even if Mythbusters busted it, but it's fine. <laughs> it also, uh, what do you call it? It all you. It also is clearly a great movie because Universal Studios, the thing in Florida, has a ride about it to yeah. this day. Well, and how it's many? Been 50 years since this movie come, came out. 40. More like 40. but yeah. And it still has a ride. In Universal yep. Studios. That's I mean, there's like three movies after it, two, yeah. three movies. Yep. Yeah. So. It's a good one. A lot of my list is kind of like Game Changers almost. Yeah. So, a lot of these movies are actually. And I haven't, there's a lot of movies in the 70s that came out that I'm like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah. Like, And I think that's probably it an indication of our lack of knowledge because yeah. of how old it was. I think the more we get closer to the 2000s, the more movies we're going to be able to put on there. Oh, yeah. So this is more of just like a... The reason we've probably seen these movies is because we've been told they're the best of all time, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, 
and following that up would be like Rocky, for example. Yep, that one's on mine <laughs> yeah. as well. I mean, we we are still watching Rocky movies to this day. Yeah, the third episode of this podcast, I think it was, was a Rocky Creed based two. movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so and Rocky, like people will go see Rocky movies no matter how bad they are. I mean, mm-hmm. Rocky Four is trashed. Yeah, the Street Fight one. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like you know. Everybody will go see it. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's iconic, too. It, the, it's the, the Philadelphia Steps. The ultimate and, underdog story. Yep. Like, I don't know if there was one before it, but there's never been a story like that before, movie-wise. This this also, I think, was the breakout year for actors. Like, having an actor, you know what I mean? Right. That could do... Could, could lead a certain franchise mm-hmm. movie stuff like that yeah you know well because you got robert de niro breakout this year you got i was about uh, to say besides those two i don't know if there's been any series or like multiple movies in one franchise exactly before rocky and no i don't you know Godfather. what i think this might be the start of that that's you know? true mm-hmm. i mean alfred hitchcock kind of did it but it wasn't like they weren't you know vertigo 2 yeah, yeah. and you know but he, all his movies basically were like, da, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They all followed the same vein. But nobody had thought about making, you know, well, let's follow that up because that movie was successful. Let's do the same thing again, tell the same story with the same actor, you know, mm-hmm. and let's just keep it going. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, come to think about it, picking the 70s probably was the best place to start. Yeah, the 60s would have been tough. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen too many movies in the 60s. I, don't I didn't look at it, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That seventies was a stretch. I mean, I was like, yeah. I was well, like a lot of them. I was like, I know about this movie. Yeah. Uh, for example, A Clockwork Orange. Like, yeah. I know about that movie. I've seen multiple parts of that movie. I've never seen it in its entirety. Yeah, but you know yeah. enough about it. I know a lot about it. You, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's it was kind of like the turning point of movies today. For sure. So that's what we were talking yeah. about with Jaws. It's like mm-hmm. it really kind of made movies less of a novelty thing and more turned it into an actual business that could make millions and millions and millions of dollars and be the sole uh be the sole income right of a company mm-hmm. for example marvel doesn't make i i don't think they make barely any money on car- comics anymore Mm-mm. but they still do it because they're a comic book company but they make all their money from movies now yep movies and tv so when back back in the 70s i bet they made all their money on comics so it's definitely just the start of a shift you know yep what else you got um let's see we'll do i'll say mad max have you seen mad max uh i know about it but okay, all right. i haven't <laughs> seen it um so like you said earlier it's like one of the things where if i wasn't forced to see it I don't know if you would go back on your own yeah. time to watch it, yeah. stuff like that. But, you know, just, I know you've said this before about Blade Runner, but it's like one of the first movies that depicted the future poorly. You know, it's not like flying cars or like prosperity and stuff like that. It's yeah, yeah. post-apocalyptic, you know? Exactly. Like when most most people showed the future as like being this grandiose thing. Like you Back know? to the Future. Almost. Back to the Future or like, I mean... Uh, Metropolis mm-hmm. is a movie from way back. <laughs> uh, 
uh, and it it showed you know like crazy sprawling cities and flying yep. cars and shit. And Mad Max is the complete opposite of that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and I think that's probably a symptom of the times too, because in the seventies is the Cold War. You know what I mean? And yeah. people are thinking about nuking each other, and they're probably just like. This is probably what it'd be like. They probably went to Australia and went, hmm, the whole world could look like this in a few <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so. So, I mean, not necessarily like it's the greatest movie. No. But it's it's iconic and, I mean, to this day it's still, like they just made a new one, you know, Mad Max for your oh, own. Yeah. You know, they're so. they're, they're going to continue it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's also cool because it's also the start of, like an actor, right? Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, probably. Mel got his start there. Mm-hmm. You know, again, another actor that got their start in the seventies and really kind of ran with it. Yeah, because like before, probably now he's crazy. <laughs> like actors were probably like, you have this one role, uh huh, and you're probably not going to do anything else. Yeah, because people are going to see in this one role and think that's you. But like people like Mel Gibson or, um. Like Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone like these people are like, I did Rocky, but I'm also gonna go do, um, I don't know, Predator. Is that what he did? Sylvester Stallone or Rambo? There you go. Yeah, Rambo. You got it. <laughs> that was Arnold. Um, you know, like he's doing different roles for different huge movies. Yep. Where that really necessarily didn't happen before. Exactly. Your turn. Mad Max was cool too because he paid some of the actors in beer. <laughs> uh, I think um, Goose, you know, Goose, the sidekick, right. the hair dude, mm-hmm. he was, first off, he was supposed to be Mad Max and Mel Gibson got in a bar fight the night before his audition uh-huh. and um, uh, what's the, what's the director's name? George Miller. George Miller saw him and went, hey, you look uh, like you look more like what I want Mad Max to look like because right. he was all bruised up and scarred yeah. and then two weeks later he came back and he was like shit now you're too like pretty but you've, you've already got the part you know what I mean yeah. and then uh, and then also I'm pretty sure Goose's first paycheck was a case of beer I mean, like a 24 case of beer to do that movie it's pretty funny yeah Uh, let's see and now now you know George Miller's super rich and oh, making, yeah. like, making humongous budget movies like he doesn't have to pay anybody in a case of beer anymore that's for sure yep. uh, let's do well let's do A New Hope okay no, we just I think A New Hope is probably uh, one of the movies with Jaws that basically turned everything around yeah cause this one was like it relied a lot on non-natural elements like yeah, like you know CGI to some extent, like puppetry stuff mm-hmm. like that, and miniatures, and you know, just doing things that no one else had done yet, mm-hmm. and also telling. I mean, back then, they thought it was like a super compelling story, you know, because it's I I don't know you, I I think it's also interesting how they just kind of started it. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they just kind of like nowadays, from our perspective. Four just kind of is the middle. It's the fourth. Exactly. But back then, it's just like it was called a Star Wars. A New Hope. You know what I mean? Star Wars. It was just Star Wars. And then they named it A New Hope when they kept moving on. And it's like no one really thought about that yet. And it has Mm – it's like 
it has elements that no one's even done, like the force yeah. and I mean, you got and... you got a Wookie, you got whatever Yoda is, you know. Exactly, it's just so interesting, and like it did so well at world building that you want to know more about yeah the world of Star Wars, you know? where you didn't necessarily have to do a whole backstory for the first thirty minutes of a movie. It no, literally just... jumped in like Darth Vader invading on the ship. Yeah, the it rebel just, ship. It just starts. It just starts, <laughs> and they're just like, "Where are the plans?" And you're like, "The plans to what?" They're like a Death Star. What the hell's a Death Star? Exactly. You know, it's like, "What's this girl? Why? Why is she important?" You know. Yeah. And then, you, and then you just, then you end up on Tatooine. And you're like, "What? What is this? Is this another planet?" You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, yep. Really, the only thing that filled you in was the scroll at the beginning. Yeah. You know? So I got a, um, I got a question for you about the scroll. So it's uh, in a galaxy far, far away, right? Yeah. Like, would you? And it's also a long time. A long ago. time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But in the future. <laughs> it doesn't say it's in the future. I mean, if it's in a different galaxy, I guess they're different. Well, if you want to get into this, time is a very weird scale. That's true. Okay. So, like, if this ga- let's say this galaxy was one of the first created. Then it's been around for blank amount of years, and if it had life within its blank right. first years, right? Yep. Then it's technically in its future, but for us, we think it's in the past because, you know, we mm-hmm. look at it. Maybe we're looking at it, and it's like it looks like it's in the past. But for us, we're technically only two thousand years old, really. Yeah. And so we're like, we're a lot more than two thousand. Yeah. Like again, it's four thousand. They didn't that. care to explain anything like that. They're just like keep up or just didn't give a shit yeah they just did it it I works don't, i don't know if the a long time ago is the smartest idea but i think it's it's yeah. like i think they did it because it's like it's like an opera like it's like uh yeah what do you call you. it it's like a it's like a movie about the medieval times do you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it's in a space realm right so um quick science question for you yes what is the only thing that is constant through uh, space and galaxies and stuff like that. Time. No. Gravity. Gravity. Oh. Woo-hoo, second one. <laughs> <laughs> Why is time not constant through space? Hey, um, because it might not go at the same speed or whatever. I don't know. You're right. Certain planets are uh, slower on a different time scale than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Watch Interstellar. If I was about to say that. Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> well, we think that. Yeah, it's you know an interesting fact. Know. I tell us to everybody. You want to know an interesting fact about yeah. time? And, yeah. And it's really a, it's a paradox between time and distance. Okay. When you look up at the night sky, right? Let's say let's say the Big Dipper, for example, just to nail that down. So we we call that uh, what's it called? Uh, constellation, because it's a known thing and it will appear in every night sky if it's in that that uh, what do yep. you call it? Uh, hemisphere at that time right yeah and but some of those stars may be burned out oh yeah. because they're so far away their light is traveling mm-hmm. at a certain speed but because that speed is finite and the distance is so far away then let's say it's traveling at just to boil things down 70 miles per hour and it's 280 miles away then it's going to be there for four extra hours. Yeah. Right? Well, it's like... But now multiply that by huge distances and, 
you know, not so fast. You think the speed of light's very fast, but over those distances, it's really not. Yeah. So in 200 years, that star can burn out, and we don't have the Big Dipper anymore. Yeah. It'd be interesting. And it's like, um, if the sun died out, it would take like seven days for us to know or something eight like minutes. that. Eight minutes. Eight minutes? It takes eight minutes for the sun's light to get here. That's huh. why. That's why when the sunset is happening... That last eight minutes, you can kind of look at it because it's not actually the sun. Oh, I got you. It's like the remnants of the sun's oh, okay. light going over there. Yeah. Must have got confused minutes and days. <laughs> if it was seven days. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> That'd scary. be great. You'd be like, it's getting really cold for some odd reason. Like the weather, it says it's going to be negative 276 <laughs> on Thursday. And I'm kind of worried about that. All right. <laughs> quick tangent there for sure yeah <laughs> uh, actually not quick tangent <laughs> no not very quick all right um how many movies you got left on yours uh one two three four all right uh i have three i mean we we mentioned the godfather but didn't really talk about it okay so well the godfathers are probably the best mob movies of all time mm-hmm. uh and both of the good ones came out this year i don't know if the third one came out in the 70s yeah, i don't think so but uh most people like to just forget about the third one. But yeah, I mean, they they did they they broke ground on a lot of things, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's it's an interesting movie that's really more about drama and, you know, uh acting. Act, drama, acting and just uh, what would you call Story it? Story almost. The interactions between people, that's you know true. what I mean? More than like showing something interesting like for example the first movie ever was like a train heading towards the screen you mm-hmm. know it's like that's not very it's just something to look at but this is like there's not much to look at in this movie but or in these movies but it's more just like the in interactions you know exactly and that happens a lot now there's tons of movies about nothing really just interactions between yeah. people so and uh i think it started probably the next 40 years of people trying to recreate the drama and stuff. I mean, to this day, they're still trying to make mob movies interesting, you know? You mm-hmm. got, like, American Hustle and stuff like that. And yeah. Gotti that just came out a little bit ago. And it's just like, ugh. <laughs> but it followed up with, like, you know, Casino and Bull and, uh, is it 12 Angry Men? Probably. 10, 8. I think it's 12. I hope it's 12 or I sound like an it's idiot. Not, I'm pretty sure it's 12. And, you know, just a bunch of mob casino new york movies yeah yeah. you know and uh yeah anything else to say and i mean i could be wrong but like movies before this never really depicted negatives in life or negative sides of people that's true if you know what i'm saying because nobody nobody really thought anyone would like going to the movie to see something to see a bunch of people get murdered or like crime lords you know yeah and that's like the whole mobs like stick exactly and, like which is funky because they get had money plays. kill people that cross you exactly which is weird because play plays are basically just movies just mm-hmm. played out but but it's weird because plays were comedies dramedies and tragedies right mm-hmm. like they they knew that tragedies are some of the most well uh watched plays and of all time you know romeo and juliet all that kind of stuff right where people die and stuff bad stuff happens it's like you think it would work in movies too but they just never really did it yeah i guess i guess they were getting into it before this because i mean you got stuff like uh psycho and stuff where people are getting murdered and there's you know 
but it wasn't as popular. But this was more of a realistic, yeah, um, evil I, mm-hmm. compared to no, Psycho. Psycho's like a fake, you know, like mm-hmm. a a fake like scary movie. Like yeah. Halloween came out this year too. It's just like that's just fake, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yeah. So I mean, this is like a real world, like negative light sort exactly. of thing, like something that actually happened, probably, you know. Like or it does mo- happen. Mob life happens. Yeah, you know? mob life. That's crazy. Yeah. What else you got? Um. So I have, uh, Dirty Harry. Obviously, I've never seen the Dirty Harry movies. Well, I haven't either. But I've seen, like, this falls under the category of, an acting, leading a movie. Exactly. Compared to scenes and he's like, still doing it to this day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, you know, Clint Eastwood in this. This was like his breakout almost. Yep. Um. And he wasn't even supposed to get the role. Really? Uh, yeah. And someone else was supposed to get it, but I don't remember how. I forgot what it said or whatever, well, how he got it. they get fucking lucky or what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, uh, it's some of the most quotable. I mean, it's like some of the most badass scenes yep. in a thing. Where and it's even like movies that may pop up later quote it. Yeah. Like, for example, um, Bruce Almighty. He's like, you're feeling lucky, punk, when he looks exactly, at it. Yeah. And then he's got a gun. You remember that? And he's yep. like, oh, what do I do with this? Yeah, that's exactly. straight out of Dirty Harry. Yep. So, yeah, again, like the, it's kind of like the revolution of actors. Yeah. Being driving forces behind movies. I mean, yeah, even, I mean, Clint Eastwood is now act, still acting, directing, and his son is now an actor. So it's yep. like you want to talk about a legacy that's made from maybe a mistake you yeah. know, or a lucky mistake of getting yeah. the right guy in the role. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I got Grease. We've talked about Grease. Oh, your favorite. <laughs> I love Megan's Grease. favorite, right? Uh, she likes it. Oh, I thought she was like, I thought she loved that movie. She loves musicals, so oh, okay. she's all over it. That's funny. Brooke hates musicals. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. we talked about this. Even like TV episodes. If they I'm, start singing, she's like, ugh. I don't mind musicals. No. They're all right. I hate good. musicals that sing just because they're singing. Like, they, uh, they like it doesn't really fit. Grease kind of falls in that category a little bit. Like, when they're fixing a car and all the guys start singing, I'm like. Have we ever broken out in a song doing something? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no one does, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Grease is a classic. Okay. And guess what? Hmm. They're remaking it. What? An actor. Oh, Travolta? John Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. This is really the start of actors breaking out. Yeah. Well, it's it's like nowadays you couldn't just throw anybody into any role like movies might have before. Yeah. Like, oh, I like you personally, so here, you want to be in this movie? Exactly. Whereas George Miller saw Mel Gibson was like, you're perfect for this role. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're how I envisioned it envisioned or something. It. Yeah. Yep. All right. I got two more. I have one more. What you got? Well, you do yours. I got Alien. Okay. Did that re- that really count in the seventies? Wow. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, you're right. This is this is weird because it has. Well, I guess it's not weird, but it was weird for the time because it has a strong female character. Mm-hmm. You know, which people are wanting now. Yeah. It's like, well, this is in the seventies. You know what I mean? Like before. Before anybody was crying, you know, crying and wanting it to happen, it's like they were doing it. So, and yeah, Sigourney Weaver is amazing, mm-hmm. and she nails that role. And that movie yep. is so freaking stressful, dude. <laughs> huh? 
I don't think I'll ever watch that movie again. It gave me heart palpitations. Like it's bad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's a good one for like special effects. It's yeah. near the end of the seventies. Yeah, first off, like it relies on something that's not natural, not like real. The alien, for instance, isn't yeah. real. It isn't like something you can just be like, get us as alien. You have to like make something. You have to make it move. Yeah, like it, if it's CGI, you got to make part cgi or something yeah and it also broke the mold of like you know i think all movies in the 40s 50s and 60s depicted aliens as like the same kind of thing you know like these weird bulbous tall things with little antennas and then star wars kind of broke that open was like nah they can look like us you know because i mean star wars is technically not on earth but yeah a lot of everything there is technically alien even though they're very human and they have very alien looking things Mm -hmm. and they have very like Jabba the Hutt, like Jesus, <laughs> like <laughs> right? Chewbacca. He's like a dog, but a humanoid dog. Exactly. Something. And so. then so Alien took it and went even further with it and made the Zemanor- Z- Zemanorph? Z- yeah. I'm just not going to butcher it. <laughs> like I just did? Yeah. <laughs> Z- we all know what you're talking about. Zemanorph. Xenomorph. Xenomorph. Mm-hmm. Ha! There we go. Okay. And that is one funky design. Yeah. It's also very creepy and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this movie obviously is important because they literally made a video game about it that made tons of money, and a lot of people played it just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's based off the first one. Yeah, you know. So, yep. What you got? All right. Uh, the last one on my list um, is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes. <laughs> is that yours? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Well, I have another one actually. Oh, okay. But yeah, Monty Python's great. Yeah. Instantly so, quotable. Oh, the whole movie easily. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like the, um, I don't know, like, comedy wasn't, like, a huge thing quite yet. Yeah, and it wasn't, like, none of the movies that pop up when you Google best movies of the 70s are comedies. They're yeah, all and this there. one is. Like, this yeah. one's, if you say 70s, this is one of the first ones that come to mind. Exactly. And it's comedy. It's kind of, you know, almost meta in a way as well. Oh, for sure. Well, like, <laughs> they're... Um, you know, moving around and they have their guys doing the coconut shells behind them to <laughs> simulate horses, you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, like, so, like nothing like that's ever happened before. No, and it's it's also like it is stood up the test of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we watched a movie last year that had a Monty Python and the Holy Grail reference, yeah. and it's a movie that is fully CGI. Okay. There's not a single shot in the entire movie that doesn't have some CGI thing in it. Okay. Yeah. It's about a virtual reality world. Ready Player One. I'm talking about. Yes. And they With have the they holy have hand the holy hand grenade in it. It's like that. Like they, something they are, medieval. It's a medieval movie. Exactly. And it's it's funny because it's those movies are polar opposites, right? Mm-hmm. One is steeped in, you know realistic funny humor yeah and just being dumb and way back in the 70s and everything's just like this weird you know yeah uh practical effects and everything like that and then the other one is just complete cgi completely different and they're referencing a movie way back from the 70s mm-hmm. sweet yeah. it's yeah. it's i would beg to i would i would go out on a limb and say that it is the most viewed 70 movie today i would i would think so I think more people go back and watch Monty Python than any other Today. movie from the 70s, maybe The Godfather. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. But I know people that watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail every single year 
like on repeat exactly you know? yeah it's just nothing like this has happened before i mean there's been like the what was it charles manson no the silent <laughs> actor oh charlie Ch- cap charlie chaplin oh we're really showing i know but like that for instance like he was a comedic actor yeah you know but like it was like a situational comedy or something whereas in monty python they're like um he fights the guy okay he fights the guy he cuts his arms and legs off (laughs) tis but a scratch (laughs) tis but a flesh (laughs) yeah it's a great movie so it satirical i mean they have a hand grenade and they're supposed to be in medieval times there's a rabbit that decapitates man you know it's oh, it's, oh god it's so funny game changer good stuff mm-hmm. you had um, one more you said? my last one is taxi driver i don't know if you've seen it Mm-mm. i think that's it's martin scorsese's breakout i would say and he's made a whole bunch of stuff yeah and you remember what you were saying about the godfathers being like bad you know what i mean like showing something oh dark yeah like a depict. dark side of everyday life taxi driver is all about that you know what i mean oh, okay. like it is very dark it's very it's a martin scorsese movie i mean he made seven so he's no uh he's no uh, he's he not doesn't holding, shy away from the uh, he's not holding back at all like he's gonna show the nastiest stuff and so and that's also robin nero's breakout and we will probably be talking about him in the next few decades for sure you know what i mean yeah so that's all I got. That's cool. Seventies was, cool. was rough. Took a <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have a lot more movies like eighties, nineties, two thousands. I think the nineties is gonna be a blast because oh, I think I think when we were a kid, we probably grew up on what our parents wanted us to watch, not yes. what was coming out. Mm-hmm. And that's probably gonna be all nineties. Well, and I'm very thankful my parents didn't take me to movies as a kid because I can't stand people that do that now. Yeah, facts. So. Yeah, if I was watching a movie, it was normally at home until yeah. I was like 10 or 11. Yeah. Well, they never took me to movies that a kid shouldn't be in. Or I hate that. It, it For some reason, it just feels awkward the whole time you're there. Yeah. Like, like when you're at Deadpool and there's a six-year-old kid down the lane and people's heads are getting cut off, you're like, you can't enjoy the movie as much because you're like, should this kid be watching this? Right or if they're louder, instance. Like if I've, I remember, for instance, like being taken to, I don't maybe a Winnie, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh movie or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's, like, my earliest movie memory. Yeah. But, like, movies like that, you can bring kids to all day because that's a kid movie. And because there's probably ten other kids in there, so if you're the loud one, you're a douchebag. Yep. <laughs> you know? So. So. Well, I can't remember. I, my parents wouldn't take me to anything. I think the, the craziest movie I saw as a kid was the first Batman movie, Batman Begins. That's pretty much it. Hmm. But people talk about like how they took their kids to Alien and stuff like that back in the seventies. I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You're crazy. Uh, I'll, I'll, I need to ask my dad. Be like, hey, what's the first movie you remember taking me to? If you can, anyway. Let's see what he says. The first movie I went to. I remember I went to go see Spider Man. I was super hyped about that. Spider Man oh, yeah? One, the yeah? Sam Raimi ones. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But I've definitely seen something before that. That's that's the. That's the latest memory of a movie that I can remember. And I can remember why. Because at the, at the beginning of the movie, I stuck my hands up and said, Yeah! And then immediately was like, What the fuck am I doing? And I was like, Uh. <laughs> 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 Cringe. That's hilarious. Yeah. I got some stupid 
freaking movie. What do you call it? I got some stupid movie uh, memories. <laughs> All right. Do you got anything else? Um. What about the seventies? No. Oh. Um. Well, actually, I watched a movie last night. What'd you watch? That I heard a lot of mixed things about, especially from you. It was uh, Annihilation. Yeah. Um. I quite liked it, except I thought the ending was flat. Yeah. So. It kills the whole thing, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like... Like, the movie before is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some there's some cool set-up shit in there. Yeah, and I liked all the actresses in it. Mm-hmm. Even Oscar Isaac. I'm pretty sure that's who I was. Yep. Um, I really like Natalie Portman. Because uh, <laughs> I watched it with Brooke, and we were watching it, and we didn't know, like, the real names in the movies. So we were like, Jane the Virgin, Tessa Thompson, <laughs> and then the old bitch. That's what we called them. <laughs> So accurate. So in Natalie Portman. In Natalie Portman. Yeah, it's Ooh, yeah. Like I said, it's like a perfect, interesting. It sets up so many like cool ideas. Yeah. With like the gene splicing and everything that's mm-hmm. happening. And how the shimmers like, kind of like copying their like DNA to form with the other stuff that's inside the shimmer. Exactly right. But then it just gets, it just falls off. It's yeah, like. Yeah. Just like the the whatever sh- like uh, mimics her, the mimic just thing? holds her against a wall. So she passes out, and then she just blows up with a grenade or whatever. <laughs> and then at the end, they're hugging, and their eyes are changing colors. So it's like I guess they're not really them. Or I don't know. It's just like I said. Remember when I was talking about this? I went and googled a video to explain it oh yeah and i'm still confused (laughs) like that's how you know you messed up the ending of your movie like Mm -hmm. i and we've talked about this multiple times i'm perfectly fine with having a weird ambiguous don't really know what happened shutter island is a perfect example of that yeah it does not tell you what happens yeah and you're not supposed to know but when you push it too far to the point where only the the creator really knows what's going on yeah and it's it's really not kind ambiguous. Of like, Sorry to bother you. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, but wait. I mean, like Shutter Island, for instance. It's like you know the two. Like for there's two really outcomes for this. He's crazy, or like he's supposed to be there, or he's yeah being being like set up to believe he is. And you can and you can like you can build off of that with your mm-hmm. own imagination. It where like sets up a good a good idea. Yeah, and where this one you in Annihilation you saw her hand that grenade to the thing, and then it didn't kill it, but it like started killing everything that was inside the shimmer. Um, and so you're like, okay, so the thing's gone, and then she gets back, and then she's like changing eye colors and stuff. Yeah, so. it's funky. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what I thought of with that movie? Ah, the shimmer's kind of like a dome, right? Kind of, it's yeah. kind of spreading out. Mm-hmm. And so the shimmer's in a lighthouse, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see what's to the left. Like I keep showing a lighthouse from a certain perspective, so I say the left, but out to the ocean. Oh yeah. You imagine what's going on in the ocean? Well, you, that crocodile had like shark teeth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The ocean's a funky place to begin with. You like you start some gene splicing, weird DNA shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> There's some weird stuff like that bear sort of thing. Dude, that. Oh. Whereas like. It was like a parrot, almost like mimicking the girl that got killed. I very seldom am I like, sh- like shuddered to my bones during a movie. Mm-hmm. That part fucking messed me up. When it's like yelling like a girl, I was like, 
oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like, there's like intestines wiggling around in a dude's body. I'm like, this is that simple. This is it. And then it gets to the bear part. And I'm like, I really don't like that. Yeah. I had to turn it down. Like I was listening <laughs> to it in headphones. Right. And I had to turn it down because I was like, this is just fucking. This is weird, dude. It's That's weird. funny. It's a funky movie. Yeah. So uh, we were talking about Survivor last week, right? Yes. So I'm watching the latest, not the one that's happening right now, but the latest, uh, David vs. Goliath. Have you seen that season? Uh, that's the one with Johnny Mundo, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to spoil something, if you don't mind. No, no. I'm not going to spoil the winner or anything like that, but had to be one of the craziest moves I've ever seen in Survivor. So first off, they set up, so you got the Davids vs. Goliaths, right? It's It's... Seven five, okay. Mm-hmm. And the night before, they knock out a Goliath. But for some reason, the Goliaths are like they they act like they want to play with the Davids, right? So it's six five right now. So this is a perfect time. You drop one, you now have the numbers, right? You can go with the Davids. But they feed all this crap to the Davids, and then they go right back and they're walking around the beach in this little posse of six, talking about who they want to vote out, right? So they're trying to vote out one of the Davids. Now the Davids, on the other hand, have one, they're all together because they're like, listen, if the Goliaths are going to be together, we have to stick together and we have to figure something out. So they have one. They have a secret advantage where they can steal a vote uh-huh. and they can vote twice. They have an idol nullifier, hmm. which means they can block an idol, but you have to play it before they play the idol. So you have to know what's going on. And then they have one of their players has an idol. And the person with the idol is the one that's targeted that night. Right? Right. So you think play all three, you're safe, right? No, no, no. They big dick it. And they're like, hold on to your idol. We got this, okay? (laughs) So first thing, first order of business to figure out who's going to play the idol. So Dan, one of the Goliaths, plays the idol, and they play the idol nullifier, okay? Then they proceed to steal a vote, and Mm -hmm. they steal what would probably be the most crucial person because little did they know they were worried that Christian, the other guy, the other David, had an idol. So they split votes. And so they stole one of the split votes. Mm-hmm. So one that was going to layer it onto Christian. Okay. So now they have six votes. And what they did is they chose the right one. The guy walks up there. I fucking, oh my God. It was like, it was so serene because the Goliaths have no idea what's going on. And they're, you know how Jeff talks to him at Tribal. They're yeah. all fucking confident. Like, oh, yeah, I guess we're just going Goliath strong because why would you give up the lead that we have? And all the Davids are like, you know, this game can change in a minute. And they're all like, piss posh. You got, you don't have the numbers. Like, none of us are moving. We're solid. And they're like, nah, dude, this shit can change. And so uh, Dan walks up there, and he's all fucking confident. He played an idol last last tribal too and they so he pulls out the idol and all the gliders are like oh classic dan two idols <laughs> savage you know what i mean he fucking walks over he goes he goes <laughs> he goes jeff things are getting weird i just want to make by the way they've already used their uh advantage to yeah. switch the votes so things are getting weird already and they're he's like i'm just gonna protect myself and make sure i don't go home and he goes what so you're playing this for yourself and he goes yeah i just don't want to be the one to go home tonight he goes, all right, it's time to vote. Plays the idol nullifier. Brings it back. I They didn't tell you he played it yet, by the way. Oh, okay. So they do their votes, and I'm sitting there like, well, if they still vote for Christian, they still have the numbers, and it'll be a tie, right? And so it pulls out. 
<laughs> Dan's sitting there all confident because he just played his idol. He's like, I'm not going home. I'm good. Pulls out this thing. It's the idol nullifier. And he goes, this is an idol nullifier. If played for the person that just played an idol, it doesn't work. And you right. can see Dan just sweating. Like, <laughs> oh, no. He turns that shit around. It says Dan on it. And all the Goliaths just go, oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> like, we were way too confident. Yeah. Yeah, and they voted Dan out. That's it. It was always oh, so serene. Nice. And they get back to camp, and it is just awkward, dude. Oh, it, yeah? Everyone is just like, and all the Goliaths are just like, just traumatized. Because yeah. they, uh, that's just the thing about that game. You just never get yeah. too confident. And they saved, they did all this, saved an idol. Christian got five votes, by the way, so cut it close there. They saved an idol. And use both of their advantages to the perfect use. Yeah. Like, most of the time in Survivor, when someone plays an advantage, they fuck it up and it doesn't matter anyway, right? Yeah. They, they did it perfectly. And they were... So, the, it went from 7-5. And in season 1 through 13, that would have been it. it. Mm. Those seven would have been in the final seven. Right. But now it's 5-5. Five, five, and it's like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah crazy nice. do you know what the new season's about yet no huh. it says it's gonna be a game i'll let you know okay because i'm gonna watch it day by day or week by week with megan so. uh, i could if i wanted to that means i have to sit there and watch it is that too much no i mean like live i have to be there like because what time when do when and what day does it come on uh i think it's wednesday hmm. i'm not sure but yeah yeah you would have to actually could. like sit there and watch it wouldn't you you could yeah. dvr it we don't have that. Ah. We have a streaming service. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Which one? Spectrum. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, anything else? Um. Oh, yeah. I thought about this mid-episode. I saw something on Twitter. It was like, it took, like, every scene of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. took, like, a month to create. Wow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll see if I can find it exactly. But, like, considering that movie is, like, that long, it took a couple years just for them to, like, fully just, like, render it out or whatever. That's incredible that it's been in production for that long and we haven't known about it. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. Uh, um, Do you already know what the list is for next week? Um, I was thinking... Um, Well, the movie soundtracks. Didn't we already do that? No. We did. We did that for our awards for 2018. Oh. Good point. Okay. 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 Well, it took around a year for two animators to create 10 seconds of footage that they were happy with. What? <laughs> Holy shit! What? Yeah. Hold on. Let's see if I can read more. What? <laughs> I mean, that makes sense because animation takes forever, but a year for yeah. 10 seconds? What was the what was the 10 seconds? That better know. that better have been like the most complicated 10 seconds. Yeah. Man, that movie is crazy. It had a ninety million budget and it's made three hundred and fifty two point six million. Let's go. It's still on theaters. Yeah, it's been out for a while. 
They just don't want to take it away. It's so popular. Oh. Word of mouth really did there that movie go. justice, you know, because it exploded mm-hmm. in its second, third week. Hold on. Let's see. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do top okay. seven or five. Well, we're doing Marvel movies next week. Let's do seven. Then. Okay. So it says, we wanted it to look like when you open a comic book or a graphic novel for the first time, Lord Explains, which is the head guy. He's the filmmaker. Yeah. Revealing that each second of the 117-minute film took an artist a week. Oh, my God. So 117 minutes and took a week for every 10 seconds. Is that what it is? Every second? Yeah. That each second of the 117-minute film took an artist a week to complete. All right. So 117 times 60. And it's 117 minutes. So then time... So you do... Wait. <laughs> Hold on. I got right, so you multiply that times seven. And that'll give you how many days it took. Wow. Okay. Now we divide that. <laughs> so technically, if that's true, it took 136.5 years to make that movie. Uh, years or days? Years. Oh. It took 49,000 days. <laughs> Something's wrong there. <laughs> no, I, I think it's more like you had enough animators. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You had enough animators, and I doubt every single scene took that long. Took that long. Yeah. You know? I mean, it is Sony, so they have plenty of resources. Yes. And, and all you have to do really is, like, once you make a scene, you, you can kind of, like, extrapolate that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Like a copy and paste almost sometimes. Well, yeah. I mean, certain scenes you just kind of move their mouth, you know, like if they're just talking. Mm-hmm. That movie's just so good. Yeah. I cannot wait for it to come out on like. Oh, yeah. I'm buying it immediately. Yeah, same. Immediately. Immediately. Like Blu-ray, digital, <sighs> HDR, whatever the fuck. <laughs> just, I just want to see it again. Right. So good. All right. I believe that is it. For All right, this. brother. I'll see you next week. All right. Top seven. And we're doing what? Two movies? Thor and Homecoming. Thor Ragnarok and Spider-Man Homecoming. Two good ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're getting down to the end. Uh-huh. All right. Adios. Toodles. Peace.